Hi, this is Taffy. I want to share a story. I want to give a testimony. About my life. And if I can just, if only one person can just hear it and change that one person's life, that's all I want out of it. I just want people to know how my life seemed like it just changed overnight. And I'm here to tell this story. And the name of the story is Taffy's Testimony. Hurt, shame, depression, anxiety, sad, happy, glad, grateful, ungrateful, painful, I took all of that and put it in a bowl and mixed it up. And as I continued to talk about the journey and mix all those ingredients into that bowl and stir it up at the end of the story. I'll let you know how it turns out. But first, I just want to start off saying how I am so thankful and grateful. If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here. turned my back on him when I needed him the most and I thought he turned his back on me he never turned his back on me it was me I was so broken I just got married just got a house built Had a good job. Living quite comfortable. All the kids was getting along. I was just happy. Until one day. I got sick with the pneumonia. Fourteen days I was in the hospital with the pneumonia. I've never in all my years of working at a hospital, I've never known 
a young person my age died of pneumonia. But I almost did. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you how. can tell you this. I'm here. And it's all because of God. Good morning. This is Taffy. Today is October the 11th, 2020. Yesterday, I was telling a little of my story my testimony and I started from the beginning as I talk about the testimony each day I'm doing it in segments and yesterday was the beginning And that was the first segment. And today is the second segment. First, I want to thank God that I woke up this morning in my right mind to talk about the second segment. I left off with I'm alive because of God and that's the truth I am alive because of God I was talking about how A young person my age getting the pneumonia. I did my research on pneumonia and you can actually die from pneumonia. So October the 3rd 2013 oh guys just think about it it kind of makes me emotional but this has been on my heart to talk about 
for so long. The whole story. Well, 2013. sick. I thought I had a cold. I thought I had a cold. And um, I was using over-the-counter medication, Tylenol, sinus. Um, but I felt so different. Usually when I get a cold, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel the way I normally feel when I get a cold. So I was laying there and I told my husband, I said, Quinn, I'm having a hard time breathing. Every time I lay back, I was like, like I was gasping for air, like I, like I was underneath the water, like I couldn't breathe. I was like, really couldn't breathe. And then I, if I can remember well, I had a fever. So I'm like, oh. I never had a cold and had a fever at the same time. So, my husband took me to the hospital and they discovered I had pneumonia. And the reason why I was having a hard time breathing was because my lungs were so full of fluid. So of course, you know, they give you breathing treatment and send you on your way. But in my case, they didn't because I had so much fluid in my lungs that was making me have a hard time breathing. I did my research on pneumonia. (laughs) So, after they kept giving me the breathing treatments, Every three, four hours or something like that, if if I can remember well. Um, The nurse came in and she had given me something in my IV. I can't remember asking what it was. And I'm not sure if my husband asked what it was. But she gave it to me. 
She put it in my V. Whatever at that time she put in my IV, I dozed off to sleep. So as I began to wake up, my husband told me that when I woke up, I looked like I was scared. And he said that he started walking towards me and I had this look in my eyes like I was really afraid of him and I didn't know who he was. The sad part about it is, can you imagine going to bed and waking up and you don't even know your own name or recognize your husband or even know your children? He said he kept asking me if I was okay. What's wrong? So he said he went to get the nurse. So he said the nurse came in and he started asking a few questions. So apparently, she went to speak to the doctor. You're going to hear me say my husband said a lot because at this point, I knew nothing. I couldn't even talk. I was just looking. So mostly throughout this segment that I tell you, you'll hear me say, my husband said, my husband said. So my husband said that the doctor came in and they started talking because I couldn't talk. I couldn't say a word. So, he said, he said, my husband said, I'm sorry, the doctor said they gave me a steroid to clear my lungs. Oh, it's okay. We gave her a steroid to clear her lungs. Oh, she'll be okay. The steroid. It lasts a couple of days. 
it, I'm sorry, it will last a couple of days. It'll wear off in a couple of days. I'm sorry. It'll wear off in a couple of days. A couple of days went by. Day after day. Week passed. I was actually getting worse. Honestly, I can't tell you what I was feeling or thinking. Because I couldn't do anything. Usually when you stay in the hospital for so many days and weeks, they send physical therapy to help you. No physical therapy. So keep in mind, I'm in the bed for two weeks. No physical therapy. I'm getting weaker and weaker. Still couldn't talk. Honestly, I can't even say how I was feeling at that particular moment. I didn't even realize I couldn't talk. I hear my husband speak, but I couldn't understand what he was saying. Like I said in the first segment, we had just gotten married. My husband is a very good man. His name is Quentin Freeman. Let me speak about him just for one minute. We married. And yes, I'm a little older than he is. He acts older. I always said that he has an old soul. But that young old soul man, husband of mine, never left my side once. even think he went to work he never left me
And it's crazy because where I got sick at, that's where I worked for over 20 years. I knew just about everybody there, every nurse, every doctor. And I loved my patients. What about my husband? People has always told me, girl, you are one lucky girl. I said, no, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. What young man his age that you know that would have stood by me all that time? He could have easily just walked away. But he didn't. He never left the hospital. I had no way of communicating with him because I couldn't speak. He was speaking to me. But like I said, I was having a hard time understanding. And I'm thinking the reason why I'm extremely close to him or was close to him at that time while I was at the hospital is because he was the one that was there. And I must have felt that I trusted him because he was there. So, as days go by, weeks go by, another week go by, they sent us home. I couldn't walk. I couldn't talk. Had no use of my motor skills. Whatever their medicine did, it affected my right side. It caused my hand to shake really, really, really bad, uncontrollable. They sent us home. Oh, it'll wear off. It'll wear off. It's crazy to me how I walked into the hospital but got wheeled out in a wheelchair. 
But as I, sometimes I just sit and think. What if I didn't wake up? Oh, I have so many questions. I have questions now. What if? What could have happened? But my biggest question is, what if I didn't wake up? I wouldn't be telling you this story. so angry. I was angry, my God. I still had emotions. I still had emotions. I cried a lot. Only he could understand me. So I'm going to stop here and the next segment I'll be speaking on when I made it home. And I'm going to leave you with this. Again, you might hear me say this throughout all my segments. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And I'm so very blessed. my life for a reason and throughout this journey as I speak about it I'm going to tell you why and another thing I want as I send you my segments each day Feel free to give me some feedback. Um, sometimes when I get emotional, I do kind of stutter. So I'm, if you hear me kind of get emotional, um, I, you might hear me pause, trying to get my thoughts together. So that I won't cry, so that I won't stutter. Like I said, I'm going to leave you with God is good.
check back in with you tomorrow. And that segment would be on the way home. God bless you. Have a good day. And tell someone, your husband, your kids, your friend, tell them how thankful, grateful, and blessed they are to you because I thank God for my husband I thank God every day when I wake up in the morning the first person I pray for is my husband God put us together for a reason. Keep listening and you'll know what the reason is. So God bless you and you guys have a great day. Bye-bye. I love you. back again to continue the story of my testimony I think I left off um, the hospital stay uh, getting ready to come home say I lost my memory completely um couldn't walk couldn't talk um didn't have any use of my motor skills had to have help doing pretty much um a lot of things total care total care from my family and close friends especially my family especially my husband I don't remember a lot can't start off with this um, I can can't remember uh, 
coming, I do remember coming home and uh, it seemed like I was in a strange place because I knew no one. Couldn't recognize anyone. My children, my husband. It was like... dream and as I was saying yesterday you will hear me say a lot my husband said my husband said because I couldn't remember anything um I think I asked this question yesterday can you imagine going to bed waking up and can't remember anything I mean anything um scary And it's still scary because I still can't remember a lot. Um, Everyone have to tell me things that I did in the past, (laughs) good and bad. That's okay. I get really, really, really sad when someone says to me, um, They don't know. Remember when and I I cried. Everyone always tells me the past is the past leave the past in the past but it's hard because sometimes I just I want to know especially the good memories memories of my children growing up sometimes I just sit back now and look at old pictures of my children when they were smaller and it really affects me sometimes because I really want to know and then sometimes they'll come in and they'll be like mommy um, I remember when this happened and you did this and how I used to react and how I used to make people laugh and it, it makes me laugh it makes me smile I, enjoy, I do enjoy that but for some reason I cannot let the past go I ask questions and I get 
leave the past in the past. And I was sitting one day Maybe the past was swiped away for a reason. Everyone has a past, good, bad. So now I have a good slate. I can say I have a good slate. Maybe. Can't remember the past. Can't remember the bad things I've done. And that's okay. That that's okay. I'm I'm okay with that sometimes. But like I was saying that you know, you hear me say, my husband said so. Once he brought me home, you know, it was like I was in a different world. Um, I had to have total care. Um, Now, by me getting sick like this, um, we only have one income. Quinn had to go back to work. It was hard. It it was hard. I can imagine it was hard. I can't remember, but I, I can only imagine what was going through his mind. And to this day, every day, I just wonder what goes through his mind or what went through his mind. Because like I said before, He's young. And he could have easily walked away. He didn't ask for this. It wasn't planned. Things happen. If I could just understand... why this happened maybe I can accept it more right now I still haven't accepted it and I know if I'm miserable I'm making everyone around me miserable and I don't want that We went to so many different doctors. 
if I'm not mistaken, I think we went to at least seven doctors to see what happened and was trying to get answers and was trying to get help because I laid in that bed for like two months and it was making me weaker and weaker. I go to this doctor. They'll give me medicine from this. I have a side effect for that. I go to this doctor. They'll send me to another doctor. And we even went to a doctor out of town. No one knew or how this happened. We had no answers. No doctor could give us an answer. And when we walk in the doctor's office, oh God, the look on their face was like the look on our faces, confused. Seemed like I was getting just worse and worse by the day. I'm not going to lie to you. I was... Even now, sometimes I get so angry, frustrated, agitated, and so mad because I want to know what did I do so bad to deserve this treatment God I cry so much I'm so tired We went to one doctor, and this, I think, was the seventh doctor. Maybe eight. He looked at us. And he was like, this was the worst case he had ever seen. He was tearing up. Doctor after doctor, doctor after doctor. We finally found a doctor. Walked in. wheelchair in a matter of minutes 
he gave us a name of it. Of the diagnosis that he diagnosed me with. I'll tell you what it is. He even said. I've seen it. But I've never seen it this bad. I'm crying. Still puzzled, confused. Your home is a place where you feel safe and comfortable. I wasn't. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel comfortable. I felt like a stranger in my own home. The way he was looking at me, the way I was looking at him. Wanted 
talk about this. Kind of want to keep it secret. Even now, the devil has put shame on me. And from what I was told, I wasn't ashamed of nothing. I stood up straight with my head up high, confident. I had the confidence. But now I'm so ashamed. Why well, didn't even want to do the podcast? Because I did like two segments. And I was telling one of my friends. I don't know what it is, but my nerves are so bad. I'm like scratching and itching. It's like something is on me. And I know it's my nerves. And I've been, I suffer from migraines really bad, but the headaches have been so bad where I can't function. And my stomach has been so nervous. And she was like, girl, that ain't nothing but the devil. He don't want you to tell your story. But you need to. And I was telling her how scared I was and I wasn't going to do it. She was like, oh, yes, you are. You're going to finish this to the end. Because I can't wait to get to the end. I don't want me to do it. And in the back of my mind, honestly, I don't want to do it either. But I'm not going to let the devil win this one. He tried me in the beginning. I went into a deep depression. Was mad at God. Thinking God made me sick. Before I got sick, I was really in the world. I was doing some worldly things. And I kept asking. And I always hear people say, God didn't do this to you, Taffy. Why are you mad at him? Oh, God, I was so mad at him. I was angry. I went into a deep depression where it almost cost me my life. And now I can say 
God didn't do this to me. Even my apostle told me God didn't do this to you. Maybe what you was doing in the world, he wasn't satisfied with what you was doing. You just need to slow down of what you was doing. That made so much sense. Boy, it makes sense now. Maybe I just need to slow my roll because I was doing too much. I was doing way too much to be a married woman. So I'm home, got home from the hospital, seeing different doctors. Trying to figure out what's wrong, what happened, no answers. Grateful and I'm blessed. 
love you. And God bless you. Good night.